Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Settle It on the Screen for October 3rd, 2014. I'm Michael Soroka. I'm here with Nick Halsander. We're back, finally. Yes. It's been like years uh, since I we've know. been on. With uh, Glenn Updike. How you doing, Glenn? I'm doing fine, buddies. Glad you're great to be back. Yeah, dude. Thanks. Thanks for holding down the fort. Yeah, man. man. That, was that was great stuff. Interviewing the new King of Kong. That was a very entertaining episode. Thank you, guys. It was fun. Aww. It was fun. Robbie's a good dude. I could talk to that guy for hours for sure. Do you? That's cool. Like, do you talk to him every day? <laughs> well, <laughs> in the Donkey Kong forms and like stuff like oh. that. Forms, <laughs> I like that yeah. you. I like that you always take my questions seriously and answer yeah, them. Yeah, you, you take the questions sometimes <laughs> too serious. It's fun. Well, not every day. If you guys want to check out that interview, it's up on uh, Blip TV, iTunes. Um, our show from last week, if you wanted to catch up with the new donkey, the new King of Kong, um, that episode is out there for you to watch. But welcome this week. Uh, we got a few things where we got a guest with us, Ethan Daniels. He's getting loaded up here into TG Live 3. Um, he's a competitor in the Donkey Kong community, wouldn't you say, Glenn? Where, where is he ranked? I'm not on the website. Can't memorize he's this stuff. He's up there. He's definitely up there. I know he's got When I'm excited to talk to him, he's up in the 40s. Oh, he's there. His, his audio is <laughs> top 50. And uh, yeah. what I'm more excited, granted, our show is more about the classic arcade gaming and the classic consoles, but uh, we're gonna, he's one of the top, top players of Pac-Man Championship Edition uh, CE. I know it's a newer console, but the way I look at it is video, competitive video games needs to be all one show and that's kind of what we do here especially me uh, i like the original pac-man for the xbox 3 not the original <laughs> pac-man championship edition for xbox that came out in 2007 that's one of my that's my favorite retro remake games yeah that is out there came so up for the xbox he's gonna two. show us some skills here uh, later on about his pac-man championship dx versions where it's the game where you just eat a billion ghosts i mean it's just non-stop and uh Ethan might try to get a uh, thousand ghost combo tonight, is what we're kind of <laughs> hoping for. That would be epic. Yeah, it would. If only. Yeah, we saw you do a pretty sweet one before the show. I had never seen uh, a ghost combo quite that big before, so. That was a, good, that was oh. a warm up. And, and, and to see, like, your. Sweet. Your scores on the leaderboard. Is the video working or no? I don't see it on my end. I <sighs> I'm just, having, I'm just having one problem after the next with this. I don't understand. Hey, the audio's good right now, so one yeah. problem at a time. Yeah, so take your time. We, we got a yeah. few other news bits. Oh yeah, definitely. To talk about Excellent. here. So, so don't, don't worry. It's all. It's like I said. It's about the competitive. Oh issue. yeah. Not, I mean, if you can get. The, oh, there you go. We got some video. So don't worry about it. Um, plus, I. You guys can see my great skills. Oh yeah, you're yeah. really good at that game. Not as good as. Not as good as Ethan. No, no, nowhere near. Now the original one. Uh, then, then you know we could have a good contest tonight if we if we played the original. Um, well, we're gonna do a little world record news here. I just got one. Uh, back in the we talked actually uh, back on the Twin Galaxies podcast day game days. Uh, we did a review for Duke Nukem Forever. Hell for, yeah! Two K Sports. They sent us all this Duke Nukem stuff, probably because they need as most most promotion as possible. Which we were very thankful for. Yes, and it was an okay game. Uh, a cool. great game. A great game. Okay. We can go into that hey, another it's, day. It's Duke Nukem. It's Duke exactly. Nukem. It's a Duke Nukem game. There's no such thing as a bad Duke Nukem games. 
there's a, a, a new world record of a speed run of uh, single segment, which is not broken up. It's just one run through two hours and six uh, minutes by Dum Dum Dugum. I'm trying to find out his real name, but that's his game. I was going to say his parents really hated him, no, didn't that's he? That's, his, a, that's, that's a brutal name to grow up yeah. with. You imagine being in elementary school? Versus Dum Dum, that would okay. be a bummer. That's his gamer tag. Right? Oh, Why oh! Why don't you get a new console and like get a real oh, gamer tag? Oh, I thought I thought it was his name. No. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> minutes and zero and six seconds. Nick, um, you take you you take gamers' nicknames too seriously. I do. Well, I don't know that you can't change your name. My gamer name is always Nick. <laughs> I my my tag. I just use Michael Stroka. I know you do. Except for... So I thought everyone did. Except for um, things that I set up a long time ago. Like, for example, on Twitch, my name is Timmel. Um, people still refer to me as Timmel a lot. But, you know, Xbox, PlayStation 3, if you want to become friends with me, you really should. If you want, you can send me a friend request. <laughs> Everything's Timmel. There's a story behind that. We'll, maybe we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. People you really explained to... that insanity on Twin Galaxies forum, like, years ago yeah, but we don't we don't <laughs> know believe why you told Tim people it was ridiculous. I mean, like, I mean, it was awesome, but when you're like, I explained the story, it was like, why did you tell people that? Like, they're never going to talk to you again. So there's, um, there's some uh, good talk on the Twin Galaxies forum. Everybody's getting all psyched up and uh, recording submissions, waiting patiently for the awesome new submissions, which is going to come out. I can't say when, but uh, it, it's, I, I think it'll be here sooner than before you know it. And it's going to be like two or three years ago where it's nonstop. A oh, new world record. This whole show will be dedicated to announcing world records. Oh, yeah. Like it's going to be awesome. So. Yeah. I mean, it was us digging up world records in the past. Yeah. The goal is to literally have too many world records to say all of them on the show. Yep. If it gets to that point, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's and what we're hoping be, for. And it's going to be awesome, and more importantly, the competitiveness will be there for everybody. It's oh yeah, be about drama. It's going to be about settling it on the screen. Yeah, bringing the high scores and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the drama is just part of it. Yeah, that's well. I got to remember the dramas here now because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Well, you don't. I don't mean drama as. No, can you believe what this guy said? I don't mean that. I mean like the drama as in holy crap! Did you see that score last week? It was sweet. Yeah. Did you see that zookeeper run? Exactly. I mean, Updike? that's true. Zookeeper. <laughs> that will be the constant theme of the show. Zookeeper will always be the number one game so, on uh, the show. So, Ethan, Definitely. you're there. You don't have any world records on the Twin Galaxies board because you kind of were going to submit about two years ago. Um, before we get into the Pac-Man and Donkey Kong talk, what, what, were you, what are you looking to submit for or what were you going to submit for back in the day? So... <clears throat> Back in the day, I was going to submit for this Pac-Man Championship Edition game on the PlayStation 3. Uh, there was a, play, a PSN leaderboard that they were tracking for it, and at that time, there was pretty hefty submission guidelines. I mean, you know, whatever, that's how submission guidelines were, but basically I would have to like show the whole console before I would stream all the time, or play all the time. Mm -hmm. And the sessions yeah. just got long and tedious, and like I got done with a few scores. And then I called and I was like, you know, I better make sure I'm doing this right before I do all of them. And it, I just ended up, it was it was while I was in grad school and I, I just ended up getting too busy with school. And then 
TG changed hands a couple times, and you know, I just I don't know. I moved out of I moved out of Philly, and then I started playing a different game. So now, I mean, ideally in the future, I'm going to be submitting scores for at, at the very least uh, this game and Donkey Kong. Um, someday I'd like to get a Missile Command score up. I've got a Missile oh, Command arcade machine. Five. What's that? Five man. Yeah. Or five, five or ships. Si or, or go or six, go six cities. That's funny because I always used to call it five cities. And uh, Victor, the guy from uh, Sweden, would always make, he would always be like, You mean six cities, Ethan? And I was like, Yeah, I mean five cities, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I five, five man is just a. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a track. Uh, no, I, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to do the, the, I'd like to get good at marathon, like, you know, good enough to be able to roll it over for marathon, but I also would like to have a, Six city score, because that's you know that's just like one and done. You do or you die. Wow, I've yep. not played. I have not unlocked it on the Xbox because my hard drive crashed. So I have to play uh, through them all to get to championship. I got to play through them all to get to championship one. Man, that's my favorite. Yeah, that is the best. So, um, for whatever reason, now, like on on my sh my stream, it's showing the preview of my my webcam, but it doesn't show it for you guys. And then when I switch over to my front camera on my computer that shows up on the live stream but when i switch back over to the other one it goes to no video so is it all right if i maybe try calling you guys back real quick or something yeah sure go ahead try to re log in yeah all right i'm sorry about this sometimes you have to restart the computer or reinstall skype it, it happens once in a while all right you guys yeah we, 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 right we got oh, yeah thank you though ethan <laughs> yeah buddy see you in a bit all right all right. So, Glenn, do you have any news? It's been kind of a slow week so far. As far so far? Joel West was practicing up for 100 hours. On Frenzy. Uh, on Frenzy, yeah. He got in like 22 hours, I believe. Which is well, what? 22 hours? Like, what's wrong with 22 <laughs> hours of playing... Huh? The same game. The same game. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Hey, Nothing. I've done that before. Okay, Nick, what could you what could you play a video game straight for five hours? The the General Grievous game. The General Grievous. I game? did it once. Okay. There's this one game. <laughs> it, it's it's not. Is it called General Grievous? I called it General. Call it no, it. it's not what it's called. There's one of these plug plug and plays that came. It out. was like the Darth Vader plug and play or whatever yeah, it was. You buy a Toys R Us or whatever, <laughs> and it has two buttons and it's a Darth Vader um, controller. And there's this, Sweet there's this game. again no, they muted there we go <clears throat> yeah no it was a game where you're you were um you were obi-wan and you were riding on what was the creature that he was riding on in episode three when he was on Utapa? i can't remember what it was called remember. the bong no that's from episode one but whatever he's riding this thing and He's basically chasing General Grievous. It's it's kind of like um, was it? What was the game for Atari where you would just drive the car straight and you jump over it? Was that Bump and Jump? 
I don't know. Come on. I can't remember. I don't Anyways, I can't it was remember. exactly like that where you would just jump over things and you'd nail things with your tail and stuff like that. And feasibly, this game like never ended. Mm-hmm. And I played it one night at your house for four and a half hours straight. <laughs> and I would refer to that night as the night I had a mental, a nervous breakdown at your house. And the cure, the part of the cause was playing that game, but the cure was also playing the that game. game. I got to that four and a half hour point, and I think I had worked through the mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I was over with, I kind of felt this catharsis. <laughs> So maybe Come you, over me. maybe you do have a feeling for what these arcade marathoners go through. You know, maybe they get to that breaking point, and you've experienced. It. No, exactly. And I don't mean this at all to be mean, but you have to kind of be a little crazy to do it. It's like a crazy thing to do because it's like it it's it's more of a mental thing than it's all a mental thing. Oh, I don't even think the physical aspect of it is as tough as the mental aspect of it. Oh, yeah, by far. Oh, yeah. It's like, because it's ridiculous. It really is kind of ridiculous to do. And no, and it takes a lot of, I don't know, mental yeah. wherewithal to be able to sit through something like that. Because, like, for really, why would you want to do something like that? Well, well. And that's it right there. Yeah. And that night, I definitely wanted to do that. Yeah. For so whatever be, reason. Be right, man. So you, yeah, you have played the game. Oh, I, okay. I definitely have. Oh, are you kidding me? I used to play Ninja Gaiden for like ten hours straight. Yeah. What's the longest you've played, Glenn? Sixty hours on Diablo two. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! What? Yeah, when the game came out with the expansion and they had the ladders first implemented, <laughs> it was a race to get max character and i skipped school on a i don't if there's kids watching i don't recommend doing this but i skipped school on a friday and ended (laughs) i started friday at nine in the morning and ended sunday night at nine o'clock at night wow dude that's oh were you the first or no no i was in the top 10 i think a guy from russia with a barbarian was the first and then oh, a guy from America with a barbarian was second. I wasn't playing a barbarian. Ah, uh, so that was that might have been the key. Oh my gosh, dude, that's like, oh. So we've all well, I haven't done it. Sixty, uh, dude. I mean, like I just said, I played for five hours. <laughs> but the longest <laughs> that I have recorded is twenty-six. Like, oh, that's right. Video. Yeah. What game was it? Legendary Wings. Dang, dude. But the fun, the, the one that's on my Twitch channel is 23 because I played it for three hours and then the electricity died and killed my game off, so I started right back up and played. Oh. Gotta have those battery backups. So it was, I, the, but it's that, a battery backup. It malfunctioned. Ah. I was playing hard. and all of a sudden the power killed off on that section of the house and all I heard was the battery backup just beeping at me uh, you know what that was that was your house saving you that was your house going buddy climb what are you Glenn, doing Glenn, man what are you doing yourself man <laughs> that was like the eighth time i tried to marathon that game though and always like something like that would happen i i remember i put the controller down i looked at my brother-in-law i'm like i'm this game is cursed this cart that i'm playing on is completely cursed uh, have you ever gotten through a game you played it for like uh, you know I don't know say nine and a half hours and then 
you thought you were trying to beat it and then you thought you did beat it and then you realize oh no nope there's another level here and then you just threw the controller down and screamed something did that happen to you nick it, it, it in fact it did it wasn't that <laughs> 10 hour day i played ninja gaiden oh okay i uh, spent five about five and a half hours beating the final guy for what i thought was the final guy mm-hmm. and then I finally figured out how to beat the final guy, and oh, lo and behold, there's another guy after him. No, I didn't even try to fight that guy. I just threw the controller down and just—I I believe I went online, uh, pulled my game genie out, uh, and then beat the game. In <laughs> 15. Got, got the- yeah, I'm pathetic. When all else fails for me, I just grab the game genie and beat the game, and then I never play it again. So, well, I actually have a no death run of that game up on YouTube. Do you really? Dude, seriously, I, I got to a point where I could get to the the first of three last guys without dying, but I could never get to the third last guy. Ah. I don't, I, that was my, I never understood, like, I even found and figured out a way I could finally beat the first one. The second guy, I was like, oh my god, like, I don't know how, that game's like impossible. And it's not Ghosts and Goblins impossible, but it's damn near impossible mm-hmm. but you have beaten it obviously yeah oh, i'll tell what? you a funny story when i was going for that no death run two attempts yeah. beforehand i'd made it to the last boss and the last last the final yeah, final boss the, the third and final boss of that boss yes. run and i ended up dying oh god dude and i oh. i remember i screamed really really loud yeah that sounds smashed, right. smashed the controller onto the ground and then took like a walk for 15 minutes, came back, had kind of a crappy attempt, and then the next one after it, I, I did it. Oh, that, that's impressive. I mean, that really is. Once I've thrown the controller down, it's done. I had a backup control, but thank God. <laughs> oh, did you break it? Yeah, I broke it. Nice. I was pretty the, uh, not happy about that. Yeah, no, I did that once with the, the Tommy Lasorda baseball cartridge for Sega Genesis. I ripped the game out of the console, threw it against the wall, it shattered. Unfortunately, <laughs> the game survived. The game, <laughs> That's a launch title. Mike was there. That was awesome. Yeah, Mike I, was there. I was there. trying to get stuff working here. I had a little problem with our chat. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the game. That was, I had obviously lost the game. <laughs> sort but it of still worked. Oh, no, it did. Did we plug it in without the case and stuff? Yeah, you plugged it with the, I, I threw the game against, of course, it exploded against the wall. <laughs> this is the, the, Glenn, the Glenn and Nick acting like assholes hour. Um, and I did. <laughs> And of course, I was like, "Screw that game! I'm not playing that game again." And then, like twenty minutes later, I I came back down. The, they were playing the game again. I'm like, "What the? Did someone bring another cartridge?" Like, "No, we found the game on the ground and we just <laughs> plugged it in." I was like, "No, that was the point." Like, I'm like, "No, get a hammer, break it, <laughs> so we never have to play the game again." But now I'm glad. I still have it. It's like taped up and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It was a good memory and it still works. Oh, no. Hey, it's hey, a great game. I love that game. There, there's nobody who's submitted a biggest blowout on Twin Galaxies for that game, and that's something I can Oh, really? I, I might aspire to do that at some point here in time. Oh. So, um, Ethan, are you there? Are you having mic problems? I see your video, but. He might have his mic muted. Yeah. I have my mic muted because I'm scared of the reverb. Is it still there? Yeah. Oh, now it's not. Wait, 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 wait. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Don't touch okay. it. All right. 
Oh. So it sounds good right now, man. Yeah, it sounds okay. Good. good. Cool. Awesome. Uh, yes, I've been I've been listening. Just I didn't want I didn't want to kill you with background noise. It's a big boost, but it, it seems uh, Skype will do an auto microphone adjustment. Okay. I think you could almost turn the TV down a little bit, though. Okay. Turn, you know, air. I know. We so got... I, I wonder, does my voice get louder if I go over here? Is that louder now? Or... That sounds good. You sound good. Okay. I should just no, turn the TV down. All right, let me turn the team down just a bit. I will say that this version of Pac-Man is probably one of the most addicting games ever. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to try to get Ethan's um, screen, TG Live 3, in the main screen, but you can control um, which screen you want to see in full screen at uh, TwinGalaxies.com slash live. You can control the camera, so uh, you can watch Ethan the great Pac-Man champion player tonight just by clicking on his camera um, at twingalaxies.com slash live. Uh, you can't do that from the regular Twitch page, but that's where you guys can uh, you can see his Xteller play in full screen instead of us beautiful humans here. It's over this way, right? I think. Nick, don't, don't confuse me. No? That way? Which way is it? So I guess what's your first experience with this, Ethan? Um, man, I don't even know. I think... I think it was like a, a Sony special, you know, and it was it was on sale for like five bucks. And I always liked Pac-Man game as a child. Like I didn't, I, I never really played arcade games a lot as a kid, but I used to go play pool and bowl occasionally, and they had arcade games, you know, there. So a lot of times I would end up playing the arcade games. So I had like some experience with Pac-Man's as a kid. So I think it was like a five dollar download, and I just, I don't know, downloaded it, started playing it. And I didn't really get into it until uh, the beauty of this game is that for every every single event, every unique uh, level, there's a scoreboard ranking, and it'll not necessarily live update. Sometimes it'll take a half an hour, but it'll give you your ranking for that specific event. And what happened was I was just you know playing it for fun, and I ended up with like a top 20 out of, out of like 5,000 or 10,000 people score on one of the events, and I was like, man. That's pretty good, right? And then I was like, I, I should keep playing this game. Maybe I could get good at it. And and that was really what made me stick was that leaderboard, you know, the access to, I might lose it. Oh, that was lucky. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It was like seeing a oh, ranking was, was enough of a motivator for me to keep playing. Otherwise, it probably would have gotten stale. And I'm glad yeah, I did I because this game's incredibly complex. Oh, it's so complex and it's so competitive. And my favorite part is what you're talking about, the uh, leaderboard rank. What I was aspiring to is the overall rank when you sign into the game where it shows yeah. on the bottom. It says the, it, it takes every single setting in the game and ranks all everybody's players. And I remember I'm like, oh, I'm 9,000. Oh, then I beat the spiral version. Oh, I'm like 6,000. I mean, that was the really cool part about that game. And like you said, this game is... I mean, for the, the the depth of it, for the amount of money you pay, is outstanding. I mean, even Steam had it on sale last week for like three forty nine or something like that. In uh, it's, it's just yeah, it's just such a complex game. Like, there's so much stuff that we haven't even figured out. St you know, still like things that could be optimized, and that's the beauty of the game. There's you know, like I, I don't know that there's a you know a minimum time for every time trial. I don't know that there's a maximum score for every score attack. It's just. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's not a static game, and you know, with a finite, or what would that be? I guess fixed interval. You know what I mean? It's it's like a, a continuous Fine scoring back. interval. 
I don't know. It's great. Right. You know, it's, it's like you have a strategy that works really well, and you're trying to complete something in a specific amount of time, and someone will do something completely ass backwards, 100% different, and they'll shave like 0.01 seconds off of the time, you know, or 0.03 yep. seconds off of the time. And if you never saw the replay, you would never know how they did it. And that's what I mean. Like, the game's just so deep in that there's always a different way to do it. Yeah. Hey, you know, and then when it comes to the points too, you get one guy got, Oh, he got, he shaved that little bit, a little more time off. So he got six more pellets, you know, before the time was up and stuff like that. And that, that's what makes it real. That's what I was granted. There, I guess there, there is a leaderboard and I know they were hacked, but the original, you know, we're talking about Pac We're looking at Pac-Man championship uh, edition DX. Um, and that's definitely more popular because it's just a lot. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. You're just eating thousands and thousands of ghosts. I mean, it's, it's so addictive, but I really got into it playing the first version that came out in 2007, just Pac-Man championship. Um, there's not, there's only four ghosts still, but the way the different patterns and the different little things you do make a huge difference when it comes to how much time you can complete. And that, that's how I got addicted. There was no, there was still individual leaderboards, but they didn't have that overall leaderboard aspect, which I think makes the DX version, you know, just way more popular too. Plus it's on all the systems too. I don't, I think the original one is only on Xbox. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I, it, now you can get it as a download on on the, the PSN, but the controls aren't optimized. Something's wrong with it. Like my buddy used to have that game. So actually, yeah, I guess that really was my first exposure to it. Now that now that you mention it, um, when I was going to school down in Philly, I had a friend that lived down there, and I I didn't live down there yet. And like some days, I would go down, you know, either before or after class, and just go hang out at my friend's place. And he lived with another dude that I had gone like I went to high school with both of these kids. At any rate, we would play this game, and, and we, the, the championship edition, you know, not the non-DX, just that same course that you're talking about with the four goes. And they had the weird extra modes and stuff on there as well. But we would all sit there and be like, oh, who's driving out to get food? And we would have, like, a like a five-minute score battle to see who had to go out and get food. Whoever got the lowest score would have to, like, do, do the work, you know? <laughs> oh, awesome. Grand rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I finally ended up getting the DX game for the PlayStation Three, you know, when I found this level, I was like, "Oh, I already know this map," you know. So this was like the first level that I fell in love with on this game, and then that's what kind of bled into all the other ones, I guess. Very cool. So we got you got a favorite one? I think we we're talking off air before the show started. Was it Championship? One is your favorite? Yeah, Championship One's my favorite because it's the most like a, an original Pac-Man, and you know, to get really high scoring on it, you have to basically eat four ghosts for every pellet, you know, and that that's like as close to high scoring on an original Pac-Man game as it gets, you know, like mm -hmm. you, even like the the really old ones where the last, you know, I, I don't know half of the boards you run you run the same pattern over and over again, and you you know you can't eat the ghosts, but like it still matters to eat all, you know, four per pellet in the beginning. And it's like, that's why I like that one. Cause it's like truly an old Pac-Man. Yeah. And then that, and what's really important about the championship one is you need to get every, all four ghosts. Cause that makes a big difference on uh, making the speed 
go faster in the DX. Well, in all versions, in both versions, yeah. the DX yeah. and the regular. That is very crucial to make sure you get that fourth ghost because that point multiplier goes up and that makes your speed multiplier goes up and that speed is really important to get going right away. Yeah, and and, and, and for the time trials, that, that's actually a really another thing that, you know, like I want to say that like how I think the game's so deep. Like, there's this give and take, like, checks and balances system where, like, you trade you know, detours to pick up extra ghosts for uh, um, keeping your speed slow, you know, and it's like, so do I take the short route at a slow speed or do I, you know, take the detour and get my speed up really fast? And it's like, there's, you know, there's a give and take and you just have to keep doing experimentation and figure out what's the most effective or efficient way to have done it for that, that particular run. And it's fun because you don't know, you know, you just got to sit there and grind for hours and like, think outside the box be like well this isn't doing anything for me you know what am i going to try now i'm just keep trying yeah, what, something what different you, what are you going to try different and then sometimes when you try something different it like it's like oh man that pushed me back that, that's a way worse way to start it you know yeah <laughs> and sometimes yeah, you just don't know how to get out of that and it's sometimes it's try to, tough to get out of your normal pattern or your normal flow because it's like oh but my normal flow is so comfortable but if you don't mm -hmm. if you don't extend yourself out of those boundaries you're not going to get any further. For example, I think I have a score on Championship 1, actually on the Twin Galaxy scoreboard, of 528,000. But I could never just get out of that, my normal pattern. And I watched a few videos, like, I got to somehow get out of my pattern to to even to, to break 550. You know? Yeah, to figure out a way to get past this and, and come up with something. You can do it. <laughs> you can always do it. And oh, another thing that's really good for that is 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 uh, sharing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like I always felt like I, I was better at at like de devising ways to get the points, but I wasn't the best at thinking creatively for time trials and that kind of stuff. You know, like routing and planning and 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 like I was saying, the checks and balances of of eating ghosts versus not eating ghosts. And the, the guy that the guy that lived in Poland who. Like him and I worked on this game together. You know, we would like send videos back and forth, and I'd send him uh, emails. You know, broken English, and he would have to like translate them to Polish and then translate his answers. <laughs> it was great. Awesome. It was so funny. Yeah, you know, and it's like well, I, I don't know. I thought it was so funny, and and he was like really into EDM, uh, electro dance music, back before oh, I even man. knew what it was. And I always used to laugh because he would like send me these replays, and I was like, man, listen to this music he's listening to. And, you know, here I am five or six years later, and I listen to EDM when I play Donkey Kong, so ah. it's almost <laughs> ironic. <laughs> but, yeah, what I, what the, the moral of that story is that I, I got to a point where I was stale because, you know, like we're creatures of habit. You, you end up getting stuck in your ways, and you can't come up with new ideas, and then you get frustrated and you put it down. But it's like when you, when you get someone like that that can help you, you know, you see the entire game differently. It's like, oh, wow. You know, and then you see their run, and you're like, "Oh, well, he could have done this slightly differently." You know, and then you end up imp or improving with their time, and it just ends up keep going back and forth and back and forth. So, it's nice to have two sets of minds working on stuff like this, so you don't get stuck in your way. I know too that like some of my scores that I have, when I when I bumped it up, I was running a pattern and did something on accident that just kind of improved my my score a little bit. Yeah, I, that was like uh, when we were when we were on Skype, uh, the the event that I'm just doing right now. Last night, 
I was talking to you and I was like, man, I just improved a time by accident. I didn't even expect it. <laughs> and sometimes it seems like it was slower, but somehow it ends up having been faster. I don't even know. I don't know how it works that way. Weird you might have stuff. did something like get your uh, speed up quicker or something like that. You know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or sometimes you just get like really good randomness with the ghosts. Like, you know, like they'll come at, they'll spawn in your path. Yeah. Four or five times more than they should have, you know, and you'll end up at speed 50 much sooner and your score will end up higher. And it's just like totally not reproducible. And that's what's, you know, that's what's great about this. Like you could, it's like DK in the sense that there's enough RNG in it that you're never going to see the same screen twice. So I guess that's probably one of the draws. And I think another major draw is that once you get to speed 50 on this game, it, it's too fast. It really is. Like, you get used oh, you, to it the more you play the game, but I think that that's oh, yeah. a reason why you stick. You know, like, because in the beginning Almost. you get to speed 50 and you just can't do it. And you're just like, no, I know I can do this. You got to keep going and keep trying. <laughs> it's like the first time you play level 9 on Tetris. And then all yeah. of a sudden you realize you're like, oh, it's I'm in level 16 now. How am I even seeing this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's a great, yeah, it's a great analogy for it. And, and, and like the fact that, you know, it's too much in the beginning, I think is a part of what makes it addictive because, you know, it's like it, it presents you with a challenge right from the get go. But you look at it at first and you literally will be like, this is impossible. No one could do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenge where you'd be like, well, could someone do this? Like, why would they even put this in the game if no one could do it, you know? They don't want to make it too hard. Oh, my God, I saw My contacts are falling. Oh. <laughs> the contacts. It's always definitely the eyewear. It's hey, always the, the problem. Old, put the old one in. I, I'm probably going to stay on that one, too. Must be the controller. That's going to be the next one. No, 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 no. I'm using the Xbox controller I always use. Yeah, that's why the old systems were the best. You could always blame the Atari controller. Ever played this game? I could blame this PlayStation controller. I've burned a bunch of these things out. <laughs> In a, Seriously, yeah. I, I have like a stack of like five or six PlayStation controllers sitting here. The joystick handles just burn out from like going around the circle. If have that makes ever, sense, you know what I mean? Like from rotating yeah. joysticks. Have you ever played with a arcade uh, joystick? Uh, no, I haven't. I have. It w it was fun, but then it's just whatever control you originally started with, you know, it, it, is looks better. Oh, yeah, I, I can see that. I feel like, I, yeah, I would almost feel, you know, like naked I, without my thumb, without this thumbstick. I, I just don't think I could react fast enough. Thumbsticks are quick, you know. Yeah. yeah I, oh. Even I like though I prefer joysticks, I tried it with the joystick because I have the version on Steam, so I could plug in my arcade panel to my computer. And yeah, that's yeah. Neat. It was I couldn't get used to it from all the yeah. hours I spent playing with the thumbsticks. This is a question. This is kind of like a Twin Galaxies tracking type of thing. You know, we're, we're patiently waiting for the scoreboard to come back. I guess I kind of want all your takes on this, but. Uh, I think this game is identical. If, whether if you played on the Xbox, Steam, or uh, PlayStation, this game, what would you guys think for Twin Galaxies tracking purposes? Should it be all tracked as one game and not differ between systems like it is now? Well, the only, the only thing that I would say about that, and I, and I really don't know a ton is, uh, uh, you know, about Steam, because I, I'm not a, really a PC gamer in that sense, but 
Mm-hmm. From what I, I I think I know about Steam, I'm pretty sure that it's all open source. So like, I, I feel like there, you know there could be questions about what's necessarily going on with the Steam version of this game. But okay. I will say that I bought I had a buddy's Xbox for about six months, and I I downloaded this game. I don't even remember why he had. He brought it here. So oh yeah. When when the new the most recent Halo game came out, my buddy bought it and then brought his no, his no. Xbox over here, and it just like crashed on the couch for like three days, and we played Xbox, and then he left it here for six months. So anyway, I played through the whole game on Xbox, and I didn't notice any difference. Yeah. So I would say for sure, PlayStation and Xbox are comparable. The Steam, the only thing that could be different is that you know I don't I, I know that because it's open source, you could change anything. Yeah, theory. you can get in there and break it pretty much. Break yeah, the start speed, playing Tinkerbell. Speed, speed 50, yeah, exactly. Mm. Like you always could with the Atari. Yeah. You could always mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Phil. great, especially when you didn't realize that you could mess with it. And then you're like, wait a second. You're at your buddy's system. Like, why is this different? Like, I, I swear I'm good at this game. And why is this so fast? <laughs> not in my house, you're not. <laughs> All right, I got championship one unlocked. I don't have my uh, my heart my hard drive got corrupted, so I gotta re unlock everything. I finally got the championship one, so let's see if I can get my 550 at least. I don't know. Let's see. I doubt that it. That happened to Ben Falls twice, and then he stopped playing, unfortunately. Oh, That's why you should big... get the one on Steam. Ben Ben was getting into this game. I was really excited, and then like his whole save game file was corrupted. And he was like, I'm never playing again. And then a week or two later, he started another save game file. And then like a month after that, that one got corrupted. And then he's like, all right, now for real, I'm never playing again. <laughs> yeah. Ben, if you're listening out there, I will buy you a copy on Steam. They're only like five bucks. Yeah, you know, you got a Steam account. And that way it, it won't get corrupted. What do you think about the new uh, ones they released, I think, a year ago? I'm not quite sure when they were released. Uh, Played them. Mixed oh, reviews, no. I'd say. I like them. They're definitely unique and and different and fresh. They weren't necessarily thorough. You know, like if if they took the time to make the course and to make the course maps and you know to pin all the layouts of all the ghosts and set everything up, like for them to to only release the level with a five minute score attack is incredibly short sighted. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the full maps. You know, if they release it. That, that would be my gripe, was that if you're going to make the new levels, at least release them under the same format as all the other ones. Like, put up the ghost combo, put up oh. the five-minute score, put up the ten-minute score, and the time trial. So, yep. for me, that's one drawback. But like I said, I, they're really unique, and I do like them a lot. The second drawback is that uh, you had to pay for them, and because of that, they didn't include them on the leaderboard. So it's like... You want to invest the time in the levels, but in the same sense, you don't. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I really want to play these, but then you you feel like if you're still trying to improve your overall high score, then it's like, well, I'm wasting my time. You know, I should be spending my time on the levels that actually add up. The ones that are actually counted, yeah. I kind of got that feeling, too. So Because I bought them on PlayStation, even though my ranking's higher on Xbox, and then I was like, oh, I should have bought them on Xbox. And it's just like, ah, oh well. I'm surprised. Why did you buy them on PlayStation? Because my place, because my I don't use, I don't play my Xbox. Oh, okay. I, like I said, the only reason I keep my Xbox is for Pac-Man Championship Edition, the first one, because it's only on Xbox. Other than that, I've actually switched all my 
like all my favorite games from Xbox 360, I've actually traded them in for PlayStation. Just because my PlayStation, I don't know. It's just I just have uh, I loved Xbox, but then after a while, just the new sign-in and verification, I just got frustrated one day, and I don't play Call of Duty anymore or anything like that. So PlayStation. And PlayStation has won my dollars the past, or PlayStation 3 has won my dollars the past few years because of the PlayStation Plus and stuff like that. Because actually, Pac-Man Championship Edition, if you were subscribed to PlayStation Plus, was free. Yeah. Um, and granted, if you subscribe now, you can't get it for free, but um, it was a great deal for... That's why I have it on PlayStation, actually. So granted, when I stop my subscription, I won't have it anymore, but I would... I pay, I've paid for this game twice already so oh, i bet you're gonna say like five times and i and i i've paid for the pac-man uh edition on um iphone and ios the, the pac-man pac-man championship edition uh, yeah I, I bought one of the that like the android oh. version of this game or something like that Dude, yeah suck i suck yeah, Tim is your game speed though mike this is the lucky this is the this lucky is level i should be at 50 game speed by now it's minute 23 I don't know. It's, it's impressive to me, man. I know. Well, what I'm excited for is when the scoreboard comes back, I think this will be competitive again, at least, and put, put the true world record scores on Twin Galaxy scoreboard. I think this, I like is one new, this is one of the newer games that translates perfectly to what Twin Galaxies has been tracking for years, you know. Yeah, and to be honest, this, this was my doorway. This game was my doorway into classic arcade gaming. You know, I was like, "Oh man, I really do like these kind of old old games like this." What games did you play uh, prior to this? Like, what was the type of game you used to like to play? Man, I used to play a lot of stuff. I mean, some of it was competitive, but not like really. So, uh, man, I, I played like Tiger Woods game you know i used to play i used to play like that semi-competitively because that was online that was probably the first online sort of game like that that i played but man i remember playing you know in undergrad me and my my one roommate used to play uh, ssx tricky oh that's I love that. game. we used to play that semi-competitively and we were like we just tried to beat each other's high score on garibaldi which is like that first big yeah. trick level and you know we would just play until we could get like a two million just ridiculous stuff like that uh when I was younger, I played all the Zelda stuff Terrible. and like Mario and I don't know. I, really, I, I was never really a competitive gamer as a kid. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I just played games. I really enjoyed them. Like I had, an, I was lucky enough to have a Nintendo Entertainment System as a kid, and my parents, you know, they they would take me out and let me get new games and go sell my old ones back and you know trade them in and constantly get new stuff. And... What's your uh, what was your favorite system? Or what would you say is your favorite system? Just computer or? Man. Um, wow, look at all these questions. I man. know, sorry. Maybe, maybe loaded questions. I like, I like to ask on everybody a, these on a questions. Desert Island, you have to pick one video. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. <laughs> desert <laughs> Island. You could either pick a system, game, or a, a system or a game. Like, or maybe you like this game or this system because of this game or something like that, you know? I mean. I guess, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it I, could I, I be this. It could be, you know, Pac-Man Championship Edition, too, if you'd want. Well, to be honest with you, I, I'd say the, the game that, or 
if anything, there's a, a genre of game. I, I think the Zelda series is a game that I appreciated more than any other gaming series out of you know anything. And, and to be honest, most of the Nintendo exclusive titles, for whatever reason, I've always had a lot of respect for. Like all the Mario games, all the R- Mario RPG games, like the Bowser stuff, and like the Wario's Castle on Game Boy. Like I, I don't know, but like I was just a huge Zelda fan. And, like, I'd like to think the Nintendo, because, you know what I mean? Like, the first Zelda game I had was on NES, and, like, that ended up leading me to play through essentially all of them up through the GameCube and the Nintendo 64 and the Wii. I stopped at Wii. I, I never got a Wii U. But, and then I didn't get a PS4. And, or, I, I don't know. But, you know, in the same sense, I could say it's this game, because if, if it wasn't for me liking this game enough to actually get into it seriously, then I probably would, like, never be a part of the the classic or competitive gaming scene at all yeah hey shoot i mean you just said nes to Wii. that spans 30 years of gaming so or 20 years of gaming so yeah i was was lucky in that regard you know i was like five years old right when the nest came out or six or seven years old right when the nest came out you know and i was lucky Uh enough to get it's just like I kind of missed the arcade that was like a little bit before my time but now i'm I'm getting into that and with emulation that was the same way. Yeah, I was about five when Nintendo came out, and yeah. I don't get me wrong. I always love the arcade games, but like me and Mike have talked about in the past, yeah. when we say arcade games, we're talking about like late '80s, early '90s yeah. arcade. We're not talking about Pac-Man and stuff because we weren't born. I mean, they yet, were there. So. We played. Oh yeah, we played them, oh, but it was we like were... there was Mercs and Captain America. Yeah, like those were way better. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like Virtua Fighter and like. She's what else? Area Fifty One, like those kind of shooters, you know, or. The Crimson yeah. War games we were obsessed with. Yep. Oh, I like the I... Simpsons. You guys remember the Simpsons arcade game? That was one of the first ones I played as a kid. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I spent twenty dollars at the arcade when I was like eleven years old. It was awesome. We beat the game. It was sweet. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to go to like bowling alley with my parents and me and my buddies, and my dad would just be like, "Here's a roll of quarters. Go play the Simpsons game." And we would just like, they didn't, you know, they didn't need to worry about us for like an hour and a half. Our eyes were glued to that game. We weren't going to cause any trouble. It was like the easiest ten bucks you ever spent. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, my uh, my my buddy's uh, dad gave us each like ten dollars and quarters or whatever, and we spent every cent on the Simpsons game, which is in hindsight like really there's like a hundred games there, and you just but when I mean, we beat the game, and it was like a point of pride for years. So it was totally yeah, worth it. Um, yeah, what, you, what you need to do, Ethan, um, on uh, Guinness World Records, um, I submitted a score you know, like two years ago, and you need to go submit a score and beat mine. Because oh. I got oh. a certificate in the mail the other day. Hey! I didn't know it was coming. Really? I have a Pan Championship Edition DX Guinness World Records certificate. It says wow. I am the champion on, uh, what do you call it, Championship 1. And my lousy score is five hundred and thirty thousand. So you like came close to that tonight, eh? I got four thirty. Whatever. For what it's worth, five thirty is not that lousy. Oh, here, that's the wrong menu. Five thirty is not that lousy. I'm gonna go to the scoreboard real quick and see what five thirty would be on the PlayStation scoreboard for that. Yeah. Yeah. My guess is you're in. My guess is you'd be in the top. I could be wrong because I haven't looked at this leaderboard in a long time and whatever, but I, I'm going to guess you're in the, that's in the top 35 or 40 out of what? the 28,000 or whatever on this leaderboard. 35,000. I did it on Would Xbox. Would you say five? 530. What is it? 530. 
I'm trying to load it. Yeah, if you go on Guinness, you can Guinness World Records Challengers. My videos up there of what I did, and and actually the funny part is I think if you look in the upper right hand corner, it shows. 540 because I've got it really? before, but I could I'd never recorded five. Oh, you didn't have it taped. I don't I have it taped. Uh, still like that's it. like in the in the top 150 out of uh, out of 35,000 ranked players. That's pretty pretty darn good. That's, not, that's you're right. That's not that lousy. No, uh, we, got not lousy. we got some questions. You can, you can improve it. That's a, that's a reason to, to revisit if you really <laughs> wanted to. Oh, yeah, that's one of my. I mean, this game I'll never get sick of it, and I will play it all, especially Championship One. That that one is just it's cemented in my brain from the first one, just the way the pattern is and where you the stuff. And you, I mean, but what I'm saying is you need to go up there and change that score. So then I will have to go back and go for it. That's all I'm saying, because that's my problem is when I'm first on some leaderboard. Yeah, I'm, like, eh, I'm first on TG's leaderboard. That's good enough. I ain't going to play it. But then when somebody beats me, it's like, no, I have to go back and beat it. So <laughs> yeah. Beat all right. I like it. I get a score that motivate me more to kind of play. So was was that was that certificate you got from when you were like obsessed with this game a couple years ago? When I, every oh, time I'd come over it? your house and you were playing it like nonstop. Um, no, actually, the Guinness World Record I sent to Guinness was about I think last year. I just oh okay, yeah, that is definitely and different. I was just since um, Twin Galaxies wasn't owned by the current ownership, and you know we kind there was really no place to submit a score that would be considered a world record. You just sent it in. I them. sent it to Guinness's World World Records Challengers Edition, and it's a kind of cool thing where you submit your video and everybody can see what you did. Yeah. Um, so I submitted it just for fun. Just I didn't expect a world record certificate, but it was like I got an email the other day. Hey, what's your address? Bam. <laughs> mail and i got a certificate yeah, that's kind of cool it was pretty cool so uh now what they have on their website they only have specific challenges like certain um you know like they, they had a few blowouts for fifa and stuff like that they were just looking for information for their video game books kind of the way they were doing it but that's a cool website though but for that when reason I, when i did this pac-man championship dx that's when i wasn't I'm not into DX as much as I was the original one. When you saw me playing the other one, no, I that's remember when that. I was obsessed with No, I remember. that Was was that like three years ago? It's like four years oh, ago. Was that that long ago? Wow, oh, yeah. okay. No, oh, I mean, yeah. that's all you... It was like it was like your it's obsession like after... Um, you know, it was worse than crack. It was worse than crack. Um, yeah. It's like... <laughs> crack. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what's, uh, that's really funny because... I, re I read a game review once online after I had been playing this game for at least a year. And like... I, I've never done any hard drugs ever, but the review that I read was like from some kid and he was like, that Pac-Man Championship Edition DX is the closest thing to methamphetamines that I could ever explain, you know, and I was just like, wow, that's a really funny game review. And I was like, no wonder I'm so addicted to it. Cause like I used to come home from work and like I would, you know, a long day at, at like grad school of, you know, teaching or class or whatever, whatever it was. And I would turn this machine on and, Oh man, like the first run, my hands would just be sweaty and my brain would be racing, you know, and I was just like, it, that's probably what the rush from some hard amphetamines is like. <laughs> and you're just like, I need more. Oh yeah, especially with the lights yeah, turned off. Yeah, and before yeah, you know it, man, you, you know, you'd spend five hours playing this game, just sitting there, like, oh, what yeah. did I do oh, with my night? Oh yeah, I got 15 minutes, I can play, you know, a 10 minute and a 5 minute, and then uh, I'm going to do some, you know, stuff for work tomorrow. Nope. 
I've yep. played matches because I didn't get the score I wanted to get. I'm like, God bless America. It's like I know I'm gonna get it next try. Just one more try, and then yeah, one more. That's it. One more try. You know, actually think about one more try and like put more quarters. Have you ever played the uh, Pac-Man Battle Royale with any friends at an arcade? Have you guys even seen? I those played yet? it. No. I played it in Denver in November, and I can't remember Ooh, who I played kind of with. Right. You gotta but, have a. Fr- there's no, there's, there's no purpose to play it by yourself. In my yeah, no, and you know, it, it was me and like but some of the people for, from the Kong off. I just can't remember who I played with. I remember that I proceeded, I got eaten on like the first screen, and I just got frustrated and walked. Away. I was like, this game's shit. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> there's a game. But no, it's a fun. It's actually a fun game. I, I, you know, I would play it again. I just was bitter that day because I lost right away. I got eaten by another player. I was like, what's going on? This is a Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish they had a one player or something like that in there, you know, at these Dave and Busters and all these places like that. I was like, oh, I wish they had a little bit. It has a one player, but you're playing the computer and there's really no aspect to play as one. But in terms of uh, like a tournament style, I think that would be really cool. You got some Pac-Man champions, maybe Pac-Man champion DX version would probably be the best at it. But you can get Mitchell in there, get David Rice or David Race and give me another Pac-Man champion. Because those that. guys, those guys played at the release when when they released Championship Edition, they had like a Pac-Man. It was like you know the twentieth. It was some anniversary of Pac-Man, and they had a big yep. event and they got all those people together and they had a competition on that game. You know, it was like the first time any of them got to see it. And it's like, man, if I would have only been around the scene for that, like I would have loved to have been there. You know, I just didn't know it yet. Oh, and. Yeah. Uh, I love watching the videos on YouTube of that, too. I think Mitchell got, like, seventh or something like that. Was yeah, a, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was a prize that Namco and Xbox gave out, too. It was pretty cool. Yeah, a bunch of nice Pac-Man-related swag. But uh, there, there was also there was a, there was a PAX, the, the Northeast PAX tournament that they have where, I guess, or not tournament, PAX event that they have up in Boston. There was a tournament for Championship Edition DX, like, a year maybe last year or a little over a year ago. It was in November, and I didn't go. And they posted, like, the semifinal and the final run on um, YouTube. You know, and I, you know, it was like, so it was like salt in the wounds because I really wanted to go, and then at the last minute, I was like, man, I feel bad driving seven hours, you know? And it was just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. But in the same sense, I really did want to go because it's like if there's ever going to be one time in your life where anyone's going to actually appreciate you for playing this game, it's going to be, you know, at at a PAX event when they're having a tournament for it. So whatever, I, you know, there was only two tournaments for this game or this type of game ever, and I missed them both. But maybe someday there'll be another one. We'll see. Oh yeah, I think it'd be. What I was thinking would be cool. Maybe on our show here. Or maybe in uh, L.A. over there in the uh, Twin Galaxies Live studio, if we could somehow get a Pac-Man Battle Royale arcade machine and have this oh, event cool. where we get we take a Pac-Man Championship DX champion, we get Billy Mitchell, um, Tim Bell, I can't think of his Bal- name. Bal- Ramos. Bal- Bal- Ramos. He, could, he could play in it. And um, well, we can put me in there. I'm the champion of the other world. Hey, you got your c- and, and have certificate a, to and prove it. Just have like an hour of us playing Battle Royale, trying to eat each other. I mean, I think that would That'd be, be pretty highly cool. entertaining. I'd play and probably it too, man. Too. Okay, Glenn, you can have my spot. I should be higher, actually. No, we can yeah, both you're, play you're it, too good. No, I don't want to play. 
Only one representative from Settle Down. We'll have us. We'll have our own tournament. What do you think about that? Maybe VG, the video VGC man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oh, a lot of the Pac-Man about. How about that, Mike? Okay, you can bow. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you. <laughs> For those joining in, welcome to Settle It on Screen. Uh, we're here to talk about the competitive part gaming. Competitive? We're here to talk about the competitiveness of Twin Galaxies and how the scoreboards come back. Um, our guest is Ethan Daniels. Um, I just want to kind of do, if you're enjoying his gameplay or if you want to, he plays Donkey Kong and he seems to stream a lot of that. Uh, his, uh, his, Poorly. Uh, Twitch, his Twitch handle is F underscore symbols. He also broadcasts uh, on Hitbox as well. Uh, so if you want to check out some of his, uh, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. Um, w what's the Donkey Kong? You have your own arcade machine? Or we, uh, I, I don't know I do. too much. Oh, I do. Oh, so, go destroy it. Yeah. Right, so, Nick, come into oh, your house and burning it. Yeah, we have an idea of what we uh, are going to do with all the Donkey Kong machines out there. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, okay. you'll have to come get mine. <laughs> That's um, fine. We'll, you will travel the country. Travel the country to find them all and to decimate them. <laughs> yeah, in honor of Donkey Kong, we'll bring a hammer with us. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll do it properly. Mario. We'll be dressed it, up as Mario. It's the same. He's in the game. What are you talking yeah, about? It needs to, I was going to say, it needs to look exactly like the hammer that Jumpman uses. Yeah. Oh, it will. It will. I'll stand there right. and be out up as the prince. That's acceptable. We can, we can make that happen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the hammer, I'll drop a barrel on it, and then Mike will light a fire. And we'll, we'll have a big bonfire with we'll it. We'll have a party barrel. and everything. We'll put it in an orbit. <laughs> we'll all barrel. the PCB boards inside and just burn them. We'll go to the local mobile <laughs> station and just have a party. Yep. And I'll bring caramel whiskey again. Yeah. There you go, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm too slow. Where's Ken Cade so, telling us to be doing this? All right, so the, the Donkey Kong story is uh, I was playing this game, and... It, it took a really long time, like, to get pretty far up the leaderboard, you know, and then I broke the top ten, and I was like, ah, uh, you know, whatever, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going, and then, like, <sighs> there's just, I mean, I don't know, anybody who's ever pressed for, like, something that, that there's a lot of small, like, a lot of baby steps along the way to get to the top, like, it's, it's kind of hard to keep your motivation, you know? And, like, there, there would be times where I, like, stop playing for a month or two or three or, you know, it'd, like, take a backseat to projects in school or, like, my comprehensive exams or something like that. And any rate, like, I was in one of these routes where I wasn't really playing, and I, I, I played disc golf, which or frisbee golf, if you guys have ever heard of that. Uh, that oh, yeah, something there's I, a course right by our house, yeah. Really? Yeah, man. I, that's, that's, that's good stuff. It's free and it's golf. Like, you know, it, you, you get, like, the... The, the head mental game of golf where it's just like, you know, you could lose lose everything completely in like three seconds or, or you could keep it together and play a great round and it's free and it's nature. So at any rate, uh, I, I was out playing a lot of disc golf again with a bunch of the people that I golf with and one of my buddies was like, oh, um, you know, what's what's life like and do-to-do, how's the city? And I was telling him about this Pac-Man game and he was like, oh man, did you ever see this movie King of Kong? You know, it's about uh, Donkey Kong in this movie, you know, and this guy plays Pac-Man in the movie, and you'd probably appreciate it. And I ended up watching the movie, and I never really thought about playing Donkey Kong from watching the movie, but somehow, like, that movie was inspirational for me to, like, keep grinding 
for you know what I mean? Like this game, I was like, ah, I'm content, you know, being number two in the world. And then I was like, you know, I'd watch King of Kong and I'd be like, damn it, if, if Weeby can do it, I can do it, you know? So that was, it, <laughs> yeah, it sounds dumb, you know, it sounds dumb, but like, you know, along the way, like, it's really easy to like lose interest and, you know, get back into doing something different in your life, especially if you have like a lot of diverse interests or if you're busy, you know, it's like, it's really easy to fill a couple hours of your day and then, you know, stop doing what you were doing. So long story short, like I, I kept grinding, I kept grinding. I finally got to be like the top at this game. And then I stopped playing and I moved out of Philadelphia and I, I had had, you know, I started work and I got out of grad school. I had a good year. I had an extra bedroom in the house that I was renting. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy some arcade games. <laughs> and That's I awesome. just ran if, you know, and I was like, I'm going to buy a Pac-Man. I felt obligated to buy a Pac-Man because, you know, of this game. I was like, this game is the reason that I'm going to get into classic gaming, so I have to get a Pac-Man cab. And then I was like, well, because of the movie, maybe I'll just get a Pac-Man. I got, so I got a Pac-Man and a Donkey Kong together, and that's when I started nice. playing DK. I just, like, cold turkey, bought the cab, and started playing. And then, like, the rest is, you know, history. I've been banging my head against the wall now for, like, two years with this silly <laughs> There's nothing. Uh, Donga King of Kong is like the gateway drug into this community. I mean, it really yeah. is. I mean, that's how so many people. That's how I got involved in all this too. Basically, Mike just showed me that movie, and I was like, "Oh man!" You know, it's like it's hard not to want to try after you watch that film. Yeah, and and, and I'll be I'll be honest. Like, I, I, and I'm not saying this to sound like like pompous or conceited in any way, but like. After after seeing the movie and you know like doing a little bit of research into the Donkey Kong community, when I found out that you know that not only the people from the movie had good scores, but that there was you know a, a whole new culture and a new scene out there, and then I found out that the world record holder was a Harvard graduate who is a plastic surgeon, it was just yeah. like man, yeah. it's like you know maybe this really is the community. Like if if, if you're a gamer. You know, and you think that like you're a good gamer, or you want to actually be a competitive gamer. Basically, you know, I, I got in my mind that these were the people to, you know, if there's a measuring stick to measure yourself against, these were the people. So that was the allure of, you know, what I mean, the mystique of it, it's being like a, I don't know, like an elitist. You know, like all the people that were good at any kind of gaming ended up playing this game. That was sort of what sucked me into it. You know, it was like, well. Am I good at this Pac-Man game because nobody else plays it, or am I good at this Pac-Man game because I'm decent at video games? So that that was kind of another draw, if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's kind of why I'm here too. I mean, this is, granted, those aren't my type of games, but the same type of aspect is when it when it comes to it for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know, and I never had that mentality before. It was just like, well, you know, it's like you get there, you get really good at one game, and it's like, well. I don't know. You know, is this a fluke or or what? And and it, yeah. it wasn't a priority before that, but it was like, well, it's worth investigating. You know. Oh yeah, and like what Twin Galaxies kind of did for me, it kind of brought some joy back to some old games that I never played because it gave me a new reason to kind of play them. You know, and that's what I kind of that's kind of my story of how I, I I still would like to play some of them because of that reason. So you're number fortieth, huh? Nine hundred thousand. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, huh. um, <laughs> I got my first kill screen in 
March, like a week before the first tournament that I played in. And then a week later, and that was like an eight, 894,000 or something like that, right? And then a week later, I played in my first Donkey Kong tournament. And I got all the way to the kill screen, and get this, I died on the kill screen before the kill screen bug kicked in. Like, I grabbed the hammer, and I went running over to smash the barrel, and I ran straight into the barrel. So, oh, dude, that sucks. The only, the only reason I'm even mentioning this is because not only was it my first tournament, but there was a bounty for the first kill screen. And I would have gotten it, but it ended up that, you know, technically I didn't get the first kill screen, so I didn't I didn't get the bounty. But that that was my, my 904,000-point score that I got a week out. You know, so it was like my second kill screen that I got a week after my first kill screen, and I haven't improved that score since I got it, and that was March of last year. And I've just, <laughs> I've just been playing way over my head for a little over a year now. It's super frustrating. <laughs> Like, you know, no, I'd like to think no, that that's if I a put, great like, a score month still, it, though, man. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. It's no, frustrating, that's, that's you know, at good, times. Especially if I'm playing that long. I mean. Yeah, I was, well, I was motivated. You know, I, I came home and I was putting in, like, a couple hours. Well, let's see. I probably played at least three days a week for at least three hours for the first three months. So, you know, I mean, if you're doing something 10 hours a week, that's fairly... And, and another, I mean, you guys know, anytime you get into a new game or a new interest, there it, it's still, I, I don't know how to explain it. You know, like you're actually, your motivation levels are higher. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I know, I can't you know put that. <laughs> like put I come home from work now and I go to like, all right, I'm going to grind, you know, I'm going to try and get 1.1 million and, and I'll like, I'll play for two hours and I'm just like, eh, I'm done. You know, and like back in the beginning, I would, I would die 70, 80, 90 times in, on a night and I would just be like, start start i just keep dropping i was like way more stubborn and i, I don't know because it, it had that mystique so I, I think the reason i progressed so quickly was because i was just pretty dedicated right in the beginning you know what yeah, I mean? it wasn't nothing, it wasn't there's, like nothing, the, there's nothing quite like a new obsession that because it, it's completely yeah. illogical it's yeah. based <laughs> on nothing but a feeling so and when you lose that feeling it's it, it's real hard to get it back. I mean, it's you like can't artificially manufacture it. So it's, I it's, no, it's I true. I definitely get that, and it's hard. I mean, it really is. On occasion, you can get it back, but it's really just that first push that it's, it's hard to replicate, unfortunately. And that's why certain players, even even like a Billy Mitchell, who stuck with it that long, like that's amazing, really. Because it's like, what, what, would, what would be the motivation after a while? Yeah, really. It's like, it's incredible, actually. Like, I don't know. I, I, that's the type of player that's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even if he isn't the best anymore, it's like, he still, like, wants to play it. Like, almost, like, why? Like, see, this, that's where I am. I'm, I'm where you are. It's like, I have no, I have, when it comes to this game, I don't want to play unless somebody beats me. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Twin Galaxies does for me. If it, somebody beats me, then oh, that gives me another purpose to enjoy the game again. I don't oh, totally. kind of pathetic. No, but it's true though. It does, you know, because it is just a game. So I'm just trying to improve myself, not so much. Yeah. Enjoy the game. I know I got to start doing that, enjoying some video games instead of being ultra competitive. That's what Grand Theft Auto Five's for. So just <laughs> driving around, running people over. Yeah. Well, that's what that game's for. So, of all the lines in the King of Kong movie that were bogus, one of the things that Billy said that that, that really hits true to home, and you, you don't know it until you get there, is that the hardest—I don't remember the exact quote, but it's something along the lines of the hardest thing in the world is is staying on top once you get there. 
You know what yeah. I mean? It, 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 like, basically, it, it's harder to stay on top than it is to get on top. And, like, I didn't really yeah. understand what he meant by that. But, it, it, you know, it, it's not – he's not saying, like – it, you know, it's harder to get better. It's it's harder to stay motivated to get better because you got there, you know, and it's like, well, yeah. you, you met your goal, you know, and it's like, how do you keep, you know what I mean? I, and I oh, think yeah. that's what he meant by that. Like, he wasn't, he, he, you lose that. You lose your drive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's where you need And then someone people. beats you, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what's up? Let me get this. <laughs> no, honestly, it's almost like a philosophical argument of this whole thing, like, what happens when you actually have your dreams come true? Like, then what? Then what? What are you going to do? <laughs> no, it, it yeah. is one of those things. It's a hard thing. You Obviously, it's your goal. You want to reach your goals. But when you actually do reach your goals, all you have to go to is then, well, now what? Now what? Yeah, what? Now what? And that's why you and that's why you do usually move on to something else. Because, yeah. I mean, you're not just going to. No one wants to. I mean, it's very rare that someone wants to just sustain normalcy. Yeah, I mean, it just yeah. gets boring yeah. i do exactly. <laughs> but i'm a little bit different though i i always want to try and improve on my goals and stuff oh that's cool no and that's hard and i think that's rare actually i really do think it's rare. i don't i'm not like that at all yeah. and that's a huge that's a huge trait that makes makes world champions is the willingness to keep give you know what i mean like a, a lot of and, and I don't mean this as an insult to anyone because I'm probably, you know, this is, this is a, a statement that's inclusive of my situation with this game is that I put in a lot of freaking time, you know, probably way more than I should have and way more than most people would have. And, and that right there is a reason why I feel like, you know, I might have the score that I have compared to other people. You know, it's, it's not necessarily the ability as much as it is the, the motivation and dedication to just grind. Like, yeah. yeah. There's people that are good. Like Tim Zerby's a great example of that in the Donkey Kong community because he'll just play and play and play and play and play and play and play. You know, like he he may use a strategy that's not the best or the you know the most likely to survive, but he'll put in he'll put in the number of attempts. And that's the you know he's just I don't know what you call that kind of person, but someone that's willing to just do it over and over and over and over. That's that's a world champion trait right there. You know, whatever no. it is. It's like, it's like an obsessive trait almost, you know? Oh, it is. It's completely obsessive. I mean, and it's also why you can... It's why people compare video games to sports, even though I don't really think it's a sport, but it's a competition. Someone like Competition Tom, is... Yeah, it's someone like Tom Brady. It's like, like, dude, what are you doing still playing football? Like, you're 38 years old. If you're getting your ass kicked out there, you're, you're not going to... You're probably not going to win the Super Bowl again. It's like, almost like, dude... Yeah. You're a zillionaire. You've won three Super Bowls. Why are you still trying? Yeah. Like, can you look at him and... He looks like he's still trying harder than anyone else out there. Yeah. Anyone else who hasn't accomplished anything near what he has. Yeah. But, I mean, and that's why it's rare. That's why it's hard. That's why there is only one Michael Jordan. There is only one Peyton Manning because these things there don't There is one Derek Jeter. No, it's true. And that is yeah. why you see some guys who play for a couple of years and go, I'm good. I made it. I made it. You know, I made it to the, you know, I'm good. You know, I don't need all the, I don't need championships <laughs> and stuff like that. And I got that's, my money. I, no, it's true. And that, I think that's the majority, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, by far. I know that's how I would be. Yeah. Oh, my cool. God. I mean, why, why would you put yourself through something like that? And even through video games, obviously, it's not physically demanding. You're not, you know, your yeah, body okay. isn't being destroyed and all that stuff. But at the same time, like, it, it it's so much easier just to go, you know what? 
I was good for a while. I'm not that good anymore. I'm good, though. You know, I'll do something else yeah. now. Different. Yeah, which is also good for especially video games because it's nice to have changing of the guards and Fresh everything. People, yeah. Fresh people. It's, I think it's good. People. Yeah, you don't always want the same guy on top. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of boring after a while. Mm-hmm. You, I like yeah. what you said about Hank Chen, though, because I really do think Hank Chen uh, kind of changed the stereotype and helped alleviate the stereotype of it. Because yep. even though so Weeby was awesome, I mean Weeby and Weeby's a great guy. He is. He's we've met him a couple times. He's awesome. But Drank too much with him. Yeah, no, that's why he's a blast. But Hank Chen was <laughs> awesome. Like to be like, wow, like this Harvard graduate who's actually like exactly. a successful, career-minded person, and he's good at this too. So exactly. I really think that that helped that made it all. A big difference. Just it, like, yeah, you know, it's not even about the game there. It's like, oh man, it's like here's a chance to compare to compare oneself to a Harvard grad. You know, here's a mm-hmm. chance to compare oneself to a, a plastic surgeon. And and not just that, but you know, uh, either one of those things on their own might not necessarily mean that the person's, you know, a, an amazing human being, but to to have both of those things together to have a successful life and to have a world record in a, in a competitive video game. It's like, you, you know what I mean? You know, the person's got their shit going at least somewhat, yep. you, know, you yep. know what I mean? So, yep. but yeah, it's, it, it's almost neat how that works. It, that's like, I, I feel like that's one of the strongest magnets in, in Donkey Kong is that, you know, people like Hank and people like Dean, and, you know, people that have just gone leaps and miles above and are naturally gifted or talented at gaming as it is. You know, like Ross is another prime example of that. Like, I feel like Ross could essentially max out any game that's out there, and I, th- I think someday Ross will probably have the main Zookeeper record, if not the main and arcade. Zookeeper hey guys, records. this is Twin Galaxies live. Just letting you guys know, you have one minute and thirty seconds. Left. Yep. No. No. It, and you're and you're totally right, and it's great too because it gets sort of that excuse before you're like. Well, you know, I work so hard all the time. I don't just, you know, sit in my mom's basement and play these games. Of course I'm not as good as him. <laughs> and right. now you see these people and you're like, no, they're really good at their jobs and they have successful ways and they're good. And you're like, oh, man, okay, well, I guess, like, maybe I can do this, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I, I work at a liquor store. <laughs> Most people don't believe that. That's all right. Yeah. I believe you. I'm a, bar- I'm a barber. I got a barbershop. You guys believe me because you guys have hung out with me. Yeah. That's not true. true. I mean, that is the reason, but it's not true. I believe you anyway, buddy. Do what makes you happy, man. Exactly. Thanks for uh, coming on the show this week. I'm excited to see some scores from you two and and watch some of your replays when I go on uh, on my uh, PlayStation for sure. Check out your skills. 30 Um, seconds remaining. well, we, next week we may have a guest. We may not have a guest. It's up in the air right it's now. Up in the air, we have a new, possibly a new world record holder. If we don't, you definitely. Well, still, you want to tune in. Next tune week in, anyways, because it could be our not, favorite waterbound mammal friend. We, we could have often. <laughs> so live on the air next week here in studio. Uh, FGC is up next uh, for my host uh, Glenn and Nick. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. And-